0: It is the second Monday of the month, so uh, we have uh, partnered up with the Peace River Center to uh, help you uh, with your mental health, and uh, today we're joined by the Director of Children's Services at Peace River Center, it's Tiffany Fritchie. Tiffany, good morning. Welcome back to the program.
1: Good morning. Happy to be here.
0: glad uh, (laughs) that you could uh, come back and and see us. Uh, So uh, the holidays are upon us. Thanksgiving is next week. Oof. So that can be stressful for kids, too, right? All the family in the yeah.
2: same room at the same time.
1: Absolutely. Well, and as the holidays happen, I think sometimes um, it could be very overwhelming. And as adults, we think, oh, we're going back maybe home for the holidays to see our family. And it's in a time of exciting because we know what to expect. But for kids, it can be very overstimulating and overwhelming. Anytime there's any change to your schedule, no matter how minute. And so when you think about that, it's a really good idea to go ahead and start emotionally preparing them for what's to come. And one of the best ways that you can help manage your your children's stress is by managing your own stress. Mm.
0: Um, and, oh, okay, help me, please.
1: Well, <laughs> <laughs> when I think about myself for the holidays, um, there's a lot to do. There's a lot of expectations, and it can be very overwhelming. And so two things that I like to do for myself is to um, – Set clear expectations for me, right? Um, So one of the ways that I do that is uh, moment to moment when I'm home, when I'm cooking, when I'm shopping, what is this for? Am I trying to meet the expectation of somebody else? Am I trying to do family traditions because they're family traditions? Or am I trying to do what's best for my family in the moment? And traditions can change. You know, if that's not the right fit for your family anymore, it's okay to say, yeah, th- this isn't for us anymore. Um, mm-hmm. One of the ways that I, that I try to do that, you know, I think through, um, you know, when I'm getting ready, I'm cooking or, you know, making mashed potatoes and I'm trying to get it done and get on to the next thing. And I forget that I'm replacing um, relationship and connection and making memories with being efficient. Mm. Ten years from now, whenever I'm with my children, you know, they're going to be teenagers, young adults. Are they gonna remember that I made the most amazing mashed potatoes in the history of the world, or are they gonna remember those memories of helping me season and helping lick the spoon and being a part of that memory? Uncle
0: th- Bob's gonna remember. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Uncle Bob will remember <laughs> and remind me of the next year. And,
0: and when you don't make them, he'll be like, "Where's those mashed potatoes?" <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, the other thing I like to remember is that you know we are responsible for setting the tone in our home. And we don't always realize that kids pick up on our stress. And so if we are feeling stressed and overwhelmed, they are going to feel stressed and overwhelmed. And so we really need to make sure that we're, we're checking in with ourselves. There's a lot of ways that you can do that. Sometimes it's by having your coffee in the morning, right? Having that mm. time to yourself. Sometimes it's stepping away and taking a minute. Um, one of the things that we do is um, square breathing. If you Have you ever heard of square breathing? No. It's oh, fascinating. Not. The Navy SEALs use this before they go into missions. The, the thought behind it is you visualize a square, right? So the the two okay. lines at the top, the two lines on the side, the, the line at the bottom. Well, mm-hmm. it's not quite a square. And um, <laughs> you breathe for four seconds going up. You exhale for four seconds going across. You breathe in for four seconds going down. And then you exhale for four seconds going back across. So you make a square in your mind visually. And it just gives you a second to kind of reset and you would be amazed at what that can do for your level of stress and also for your own self-care. And it's simple. We breathe every moment, right? Yeah. Mm. So the intentionality changes everything. So managing your own stress is huge. The next thing I would say is um, overscheduling is probably not the best idea. Mm. You know, If you're taking time off of work and you're trying to cram everything in, it can be a lie and it can be overwhelming. You don't want to make a lot of big plans during nap time. You want to make sure that if you're going to be somewhere where it's busy and loud, that it's not a time where your kids are tired and hungry. There is so much that a nap and a snack can fix for Mm. your mental health, right? Right. Oh, my goodness. I I like snacks. I love snacks. (laughs) And I think about, you know, if I'm going through the day and I'm feeling especially cranky, I think back, okay, when's the last time I had something to eat? You know, when's Mm. the last time I actually got up from my desk to move around? Mm. Um, Those types of little things can change everything for kids, Um, One of my favorite things that I do every morning, um, and this is really simple, um, is communicating with my kids. We get in the car, we're on our way to school. All right, guys, let's talk about our day. Let's talk about the plan for today. And that same core principle is applied during the holidays to any time where things aren't quite the same schedule that they're used to. So you get in the car all right we're going to go to grandma's house this is what we're going to expect right because it's going to be different smells than they're used to right mm-hmm. and different um people than they're used to so just communicating expectations helps the kids come up with a framework for what to expect i think we become overwhelmed and overstimulated whenever um we don't know what to expect and there's right. a level of uncertainty and that brings us into oh, fear for kids. Is the worst right
0: yeah Yes,
2: like managing expectations.
0: Is uh, yeah, right. no. But Important, if you don't but... have any expectations, you'll never be disappointed. Oh yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Uh, no,
0: that's, I, that's I, I think man- that's good. That's still managing. Experience. I think that's good for the kids, and I think that's something. That uh, they'll remember later on that they can incorporate to uh, themselves, like when when they were driving themselves to high school. Right. You know, maybe they can just uh, you know reflect on. So this is what my day is supposed to be like. Then you know, because mm-hmm. uh, you taught them that.
2: Kind of creating those good habits. And yeah. stuff. Yeah.
1: Well, and I think that's the key. None of these things that we're talking about are really even exceptional. You know, these are typical things that you, you hear and you're like, oh, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. But it's that practical element of just applying them and being intentional with what you're doing. Um, that setting expectations is key because if you don't know what to expect, like you said, there's fear that can come with that. Sometimes for kids, um, you know, they don't have the life experience we have. They don't mm-hmm. have that problem-solving we have. And so when something unexpected comes up, sometimes their brains can kind of, you know, cross wires, and and they get scared. Mm, Um, mm -hmm. One of um, the things that I think about whenever I'm thinking about the holidays and just, you know, the different things that come up is the fact that sometimes our expectation for kids are higher than our expectations for adults, right? Mm. So if we have a bad attitude, if things don't go as planned, we give ourselves that grace, right? Like, oh, yeah, he didn't mean it. Or, oh, you know, they're just stressed. But sometimes we expect our kids to kind of performed to this level that we don't expect adults to perform. Mm. And we have to remember, okay, they're kids. And that, that doesn't mean they get a free pass to everything, right? We right. need expectations and we need you know clear boundaries. But I think that is um, a red flag to remember, they're still learning how to problem solve. They're still learning how to regulate their emotions. And so one of the best things that we can do if we're managing our stress, it gives us that um, emotional margin to be able to pick up on when our kids are not doing well. Mm. And so if I'm in a place where I'm, you know, relaxed, I'm regulated, mostly relaxed, um, I'll be able to pick up on, okay, they're, they seem nervous, they seem anxious, they seem, you know, not quite themselves. And so you can take a minute, step aside and say, hey, what's going on? Mm. You know, let's have a few minutes just together. Let's reset, let's go outside and take a walk because the holidays are exciting, but they can be overwhelming.
0: Right, so now what if it gets to a point where, you know, it's past where you, you feel like the kid is being stressed. They're yeah. acting out. Yeah. So uh, in, in that case, then, uh, do you handle them the same way and just take them aside? What's happening? What's going on? What are you thinking? That kind of thing? Or, or, or is there another way to, to try and correct that situation?
1: Yeah. No, absolutely. I think so. As a parent, you are the expert on your kid. You mm. know your kid better than anyone uh, right. most times. and Right. So, I think you, you look at the heart of the issue. Is this the behavioral issue that's consistent with, with my kid? Um, and if that's the case, you, know, you might already have a strategy that, that you use when that happens. But mm-hmm. if it's a situation where you're like, no, th- this is not typical for my child. Something's going on. You want to get to the heart of the issue. Um, I, I try to look for the, the root issue instead of focusing on the symptoms. Right. Because mm. if I'm focusing on just the behavior, those are symptoms. Right. If I can figure out what is causing this dysfunction, this disruption in the peace in our home, mm. then you can find, well, what do they need? And usually it's comfort. Usually it's um, some help regulating because a four year old, a five year old, they're not going to be experts at regulating themselves. And mm-hmm. so what, what I have a six year old at home. And so what I'll do is I'll say, hey, come here. And I'll put them in my lap and I'll rub their back and I'll say, all right, let's just have a minute. Let's talk about what's going on, and it may take more than a couple of mm. minutes if they're really having a hard time. Um, and maybe they do need to have a consequence, or maybe they just need to be with their safe person because the people around them are, over- are overwhelming.
0: Yeah, and, and wow. I think a lot of times the, the the child will be afraid to tell you what's actually mm-hmm. happening because they're afraid they're going to get in trouble, or 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 you know something like that, right. and so. How do you get around that little obstacle? Because in my experience, a lot of times it was like pulling teeth to get them to tell you what was happening and what they were thinking and what they were feeling.
1: Yeah. I think that um, the relationship is key. Mm. You know, setting a consistent um, tone in your relationship that, you know, Um, I tell my children, you know, parents are for helping, moms are for helping. If you have a hard time, you come to me and I will help you come up with a solution. And the solution may be a consequence. (laughs) The solution may be, let me teach you how to do it a a better way. But setting that tone, and that just comes with time. um, I try to remember every time I walk into a situation, whether as a parent, whether as a boss, whether as a spouse, I can be emotionally reactive or I can be responsive, right? Mm-hmm. So when you're being reactive, I walk into a situation of chaos or disappointment, and I think, oh, how is this affecting me, right? And I'm annoyed, and I'm mad, and I'm frustrated. But if I walk into a situation and I say, okay, tell me what's going on, right? How can I help find a solution to this issue? Whatever the issue is, it changes your, your perspective. Instead of this is a problem that's annoying me, and it's getting in my way, this is an issue that needs resolution. And it, it helps me come with a clear um, brain to where I'm not annoyed, right? Mm. I'm not, it's not, I'm not part of the problem. I see the problem as let me be part of the solution. So I think that helps. And that's part of managing your stress because if you're in a state of stress, you know, that hypervigilance, fight, flight, or freeze, you're not going to be at a place where you're going to be able to pick up on those cues of your kid. You're not going to be at a place to where you're going to be able to manage their feelings if you're having a hard time managing your own.
2: Mm. I, I've kind of, this kind of resonates with me a little bit because I have a niece and I have fallen directly into that feeling of she's not she's a wonderful little girl but she's like eight now but maybe a couple years ago she and amber and i would go out and then maybe she wouldn't be necessarily out like acting out but like maybe she was a little like mean or like uh she was a little kid but she was being like rude or something like that and amber and i kind of felt like well that's not really the right way to go about doing that but then we talked to her mother my sister about it and she was like she's typically very good but she may be a little more acty out than normal with her family so this makes me feel like maybe i was wrong, i was definitely wrong in the situation to try to correct the issue mm. or try to like you
0: well, know i mean if you're tell if, you, her like, if you're in you know, charge of the kid then that's you that's not you, the it, right thing to do to try and correct the issue yeah yeah but it's
2: also my sister definitely knows her daughter mm. better than i do yeah. for sure um Maybe but you call maybe, your sister
0: and say, Hey, what do I do?
2: Yeah, like, what's <laughs> she was kind of mean today? Like, what's going on? But, um, but in that sense, like, during the holidays, you're going to have like aunts and uncles and everybody. But it kind of brings up that image in my mind from like movies where like the, the grandfather or the dad or the uncle is trying to tell someone else how to, how to, tr- how to like raise their kids. Mm. Well, and that kind of makes me think of that also. So, in that sense, I'm I was probably in the wrong, that, but
0: I'm actually, know. well, you still may have been, but yeah. uh, I'm just. <laughs> I'm just actually surprised you didn't tell your niece, uh, if you don't behave, I'm going to put you up for adoption.
1: (laughs) You know, this is something actually that happened just recently. Um, I I took my kids to a theme park over the weekend and my son, um, my six-year-old, he's usually very polite. You know, he'll hold the doors open for everybody. Mm -hmm. um, And he was not his best self that morning. And so one of the ways that I tried to address it when I, you know, you know, your kid, I say, look, I know you and I know that you are such a kind, kind boy. What's going on? You know, tell me, tell me why you're having a hard time here. And that lets him know I know him. Mm-hmm. I know his heart. I know that he's kind. But also I see that we've got an issue here. Yeah. Um, and it helps him realize, oh, yeah. <laughs> and so then he can tell me, um, oh, I'm tired or I'm disappointed or I'm frustrated. Or he can say, I don't know. I know you were talking earlier. Like sometimes they won't tell you. Right. Um, but even if they won't tell you, they know that you're acknowledging it. Mm. And I can, and I, I told him, I said, you know what? we need a reset and we do time in so instead of time out you know you're gonna sit right here next to me and i'm gonna help you (laughs) get back on track um and i said let me know when you're ready because you know you can join back in on the fun when you're able to handle the fun
2: constructive punishment right so you're gonna have to sit here but we're gonna figure this out right right now
1: and after a few minutes he's like all right Then he got up and he was fine, but he needed to know, like, "I love you." There's that relationship, mm. but there's also structure and boundaries and that level of expectation. And, mm. and kids are kids; they're going to cross a boundary, you know, if you set a boundary. But with love, you hold tight to that boundary, yeah. and they learn how to be good citizens.
0: Now, how important are these boundaries? That you're talking about.
1: Right. Well, I think that framework, right, is the mm-hmm. essence of, of, you know, community.
0: I, I asked that question for a reason because uh, I know uh, of someone who has no boundaries for their child. Whatever their child wants to do, their child gets to do. Right. And there's no consequences if it's something that's maybe not exactly mm-hmm. they should be doing. Oh, it's okay. That's what
1: right. they wanted
0: to do, uh, you know. so that's bad right
1: well that can be very challenging um because when there are no boundaries right there's no structure and kids need to understand where they fit in their family where they fit in community and not like a hierarchy but like we're all in this together we're a team and if my needs are more important than anybody else in this family Mm -hmm. when i you know leave that family when i go to college when i'm in a relationship when i have my own family I still I am going to have that same mindset of my needs are the most important. And it creates an obstacle to be able to identify that self-awareness of how my actions affect other people. Mm. And I may want this, but what I want doesn't trump what you need right now. And so it can be very um, challenging later on because what I find is it's very hard to start parenting a 15-year-old, right?
2: Right. <laughs> no, you're right. Yeah. Um,
1: you, you create that structure when they're small or whenever you have the ability to create it, and then that is easier the younger that they are Um, but boundaries are incredibly important because it helps you understand how you fit into society and kids crave boundaries they crave structure and safety now they may rebel against those boundaries but that's you know developing that autonomy which is natural but that's Mm. why it's important to have safe people to say no, 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 no. Right. <laughs> this is the line, and this is how we keep you safe.
0: Right, and, and they're going to be facing structured situations mm-hmm. for their whole life. Right. Yeah. So I think the earlier that you can uh, introduce that to them, in, in my opinion, uh, and I'm, I'm no uh, director of children's services at Peace River Center, but uh, <laughs> I it just uh, you know having raised two children, yeah. I, I, I feel like uh, you have to give them some sort of uh, structure because they're going to go to school. There's yeah. structure. They're going to work, their structure, you know, the, everything in their life is going to have structure to it. And, uh, and, and you know, you can't go to work and just do whatever you want.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. and not only that, I think also that lesson of how do I take constructive feedback without it, you know, devastating me as a person. Mm-hmm. Um, as a supervisor, unfortunately, sometimes you, know, you have to have those hard talks with people. Yeah. And I can always tell the people who take it, um and they realize well this is actually for my betterment this is actually because you do care about me you are invested in me you want me to be better versus taking it personally like an insult Mm -hmm. right and so for kids it's my job as a parent to say i love you and because i love you we need to work on this right you know we need to work on this behavior we need to work on this part because I know I'm cre- I'm not creating I'm you know polishing someone to be an adult right they're, they're mm. little humans right. and so if they don't learn how to take constructive feedback if they don't learn how to handle those hard conversations It's not going to be a good situation when they become adults, because like you say, in every part of society, there's going to be someone telling you what to do. Mm -hmm. Now, on the other hand,
0: I I mean, unless you're independently wealthy, (laughs) you don't have to work.
1: Well, they also need to learn how to advocate for themselves and understand. Mm -hmm. Okay, Well, here's a boundary. But what happens when someone's violating my boundary? Right. Mm -hmm. What happens if that is a person in authority? Well, you have to learn, like, well, how do I advocate for myself? When is it okay to say something? When is it okay to say, that's not right? Mm. And so all those things are part of how parents teach their kids boundaries and what to do when those boundaries are crossed. That's
0: awesome. Uh, Awesome advice, and uh, the holidays are upon us. Tiffany Fritchie is the Director of Children's Services at the Peace River Center. Tiffany, thank you very much for coming in and being with us this morning. I appreciate that very much. Always a pleasure. Uh, uh, Any questions? do you want to tell us what you got your kids for Christmas yet?
1: Um, nothing <laughs> <I> have, yet. <laughs> have no, you, sho- you? I no, was no, going to no, say, no. or
0: have you not started shopping?
1: I have not even started thinking about shopping.
0: <laughs> uh, I am kind of that way too. Uh, I, I got a couple of things for people uh, that I ran across and thought, "Ooh, if I get this now, I don't have to worry about it later." But uh, I, I'm not normally that way. I'm usually second week of December. I'm buying stuff. Is second <laughs>
1: week Christmas of December? Shopping. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Christmas shopping.
1: Uh, I don't
0: know. I, I just put it off. Um uh, uh, serial procrastinator, I guess.
2: Yeah. Oh well. But that's okay. It just gives you more time to think about what you want to get people.
1: There you go. You You're know? being intentional about the yeah. gift.
2: <laughs> that's what you gotta thoughtful. make it sound I'm like. Being, I'm being thoughtful. Make it good. Make it a good thing. You know? I did
0: not get this next to the cash register at the Circle K.
2: Because I w I wanna make sure it was really good. I didn't want to get it right now, you know? <laughs> wanna make sure it's worth it.
0: Thank you, Tiffany.